So um, this morning I'd like to um, elaborate or deepen uh, the instructions to a certain degree. And before I go into that, um, also just to acknowledge that we've actually already given you enough to work with, um, certainly for this retreat. Um, possibly um, for a lifetime. So just to really acknowledge it, it's a real kind of balance all the time uh, between uh, us offering more and then you just listening, being receptive, um, trying things out if that feels helpful, and then just finding the balance of what is what is useful right now and what is applicable. Um, and Many times, um, you know, we're giving a lot of different things, uh, both because uh, there's different people here in the hall and the practice is, is different, um, and also practice changes over time. And certainly our intention with offering a meditation retreat, whatever ends up happening in your life, is that this isn't just a, a one-off thing um, that we're offering you some um, support for. So it may be that you know, later on in this retreat, later on um, in your practice, something that has been said will, will suddenly kind of fit um, to, for where you're at. So kind of just to say that, to, to put that in, in the context. And certainly, you know, I can say from my own experience, that's been true. You know, I've heard teachings, um, I've heard meditation instructions, and at the time they may have not made sense or not been applicable, and then suddenly some point later on, maybe years later, it's kind of, ah, you know, that was what that was about, or here's a, a way of applying um, that which I've heard. So kind of having that, um, yeah, real sense of both receptivity and seeing how does that actually meet my experience right now as I practice, and then also knowing that um, even if it's, even if it doesn't, meet me right now or, or isn't useful for me right now and I'm, I'm just working either with my own practice that I already have or with um, something that was suggested before or just with one of the meditations that we're, we're suggesting, um, it may be useful later on. And that's also part of why, um, big part of why we're recording things so that you can come back to them um, at, at later times. So a little bit of kind of a, a recap and a, um, elaboration on what we've already said. We're continuing, you know, after that whole in introduction, I'm not going to suddenly tell you to start working with something very different. So we're continuing um, today with the Samatha Samadhi practice. We're continuing to use body awareness and um, working with the breath as our primary um, practice or with the metta if that's um, something that's, that's been useful for you. Um, and so, again, emphasizing that wide body awareness that we've kind of been playing with, um, that kind of stretching of the awareness and opening up, it's like opening up the field of the practice, that's what it sometimes feels like, um, as the kind of um, ground within which the, or the field within which the practice then unfolds, the meditation then unfolds, wide body awareness. And um, then 
with the with the breath, letting the breath kind of happen within that wide body awareness. So as Nathan was saying yesterday, um, either paying attention to the breath in a particular part of the body or using the breath as a way of spreading the awareness through the body um, or really more and more connecting to the energy of the breath as, as kind of the, the thing that we're, we're more interested in. And I wanted to add in here um, something that I I don't think I said last night um, about samadhi. One of the most beautiful things about it is that samadhi is is a coming together. It's a balancing of calmness and of energy together. So often, you know, when we do samatha, samadhi practices, we're really emphasizing the calming, the gathering, the steadying. Um, But it actually has got aliveness and a kind of a life energy to it also and so sometimes that's something to just I'm just putting it out there sometimes to be aware of it's something that we need to 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 feel into and to balance and with the breath energy that's something we can really use can really use you know how do I uh, breathe now in a way that brings more calm if that's what's needed how do I breathe now in a way that brings more energy if that's what's needed how do I use the breath energy to, to bring that balance? So I think it's kind of really obvious already, but to kind of again pull that out a little bit, we're talking about a real um, alive quality of attention. Yeah, so the attention, you know, we're using these words like creativity and playfulness, and meditation as an art to really give us the taste of this alive quality of the attention, you know, very alive, very playful, um, very interested, that can really, you know, work with um, the breath awareness, work with the body awareness to, to feel how it's, how what is present is impacting, you know, the breath impacting the mind, the body, um, the mind <laughs> impacting the way I'm breathing, the sensations of the body, just noticing all of that and then giving ourselves permission to play, to play with that. And many times, um, you know, this can sound a little bit radical because many times um, in the way we understand meditation and sometimes the way it's be- being taught um, is, is we get a sense of more of, of being a passive observer. You know, and that is part of it and that has a, a lot of um, value some of the time. But that passive observer also inevitably is <laughs> impacting on the process. You know, there actually isn't such a thing as a passive observer in life. I don't know if you've ever come across, this has become more and more predominant in science um, in the last years when they actually say there isn't um, an um, objective environment in which to do scientific um, experiments. The, the experimenter always actually has an impact and what's happening? I mean, it's amazing, no? And, and Buddha said this 2,600 years ago without all this accurate measuring <laughs> equipment that we have now. So, you know, it's kind of part of what really boggles the mind. But, you know, even in, in the most scientific of environments, they're realizing that the, just the presence of the human being, just the presence of the interest, just the presence of, you know, 
this whole vibrating mass of things impacts what's happening in these, you know, vials or petri dishes or whatever they're doing. It has an impact, as sterile as we try and keep the environment. So similarly, um, you know, with with our practice, this idea of just um, being a a witness, um, an observer, has a lot of value and is, is very useful some of the time, but it's not the whole story. It's not the whole story. So giving ourselves permission to have this alive quality of attention, which is interested in our experience and also interested to see how um, the different aspects of our experience impact on each other and play with each other. And I hope that makes sense. So the th- I'm, I'm going to go into the instructions um, I'm going to go more into the instructions in a little bit, um, and they're, they're primarily uh, to do with, with uh, working with the breath, um, but just because that isn't always useful for everybody, um, I just want to say a couple of ways of working with the body awareness, um, just as body awareness, and this can uh, be in itself, it can be in combination with the breathing, um, whatever works for you, you can kind of find the the right uh, degree for you of, of bringing those two together. So one thing that we've said a lot and we'll keep repeating is really having this wide body awareness and noticing when it shrinks or contracts. And when it does that, expanding again. And that actually can be our main object of meditation. It's just that, that awareness in the body, just feeling that. For some of us, that works really well. Noticing when it shrinks, and then expanding out again. Yeah, just keep doing that. Just keep doing that. That's one way we can work with it. Um, other ways can be sometimes um, just having a sense of this um, bubble of awareness or cocoon of awareness, which is just a little bit bigger than the body. Um, and we can have a sense of that kind of being filled up with, with a soft light of awareness. That's another way. Some of us that are more visual, that might, you know, that can work. Just a whole, the whole, um, this whole bubble of awareness just being suffused with, with a soft light. Um, if you're doing metta practice, suffused with a metta um, attitude can also be a whole, whole um, body. You can also play with that uh, combination. So, um, as Nathan said yesterday, breathing in, using the breath energy to spread through the body. And sometimes you can do that with light as well. As you're breathing in, breathing in light and letting that um, permeate, fill up the whole body of awareness. Yeah, so that's just a few a few things about um, about the body, and feel free um, to come and see us if you have more questions. Um, you know, really try things for yourself. Not everything, because <laughs> you go a bit mad, but just things that feel like they're they've got some um, kind of pulling your into piquing your interest. Might also be interesting sometimes to choose something that you have resistance to. You know, can be interesting just to try it out. Something where the kind goes, no, 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 that's not me. No, no. Then just checking that out. So, um, 
Yesterday we were emphasizing the, um, what we call the long breath, the long breath in the meditation. And as um, Nathan was saying, really, first of all, connecting to the breath as an energy rather than just a physical sensation. Um, and with a long breath, really noticing um, it's very delicate. So it's not a yogic kind of breathing where we're really um, creating a certain um, deeper or stronger breath with, with a lot of intentionality. It's more just a, an invitation for the breath to be um, longer or deeper. You know, it's like we're inviting the breath to be longer and to come deeper into the body. And again, really play with this to, to feel um, how it manifests for you in your experience. And inviting this kind of deeper, longer breath to really come into the whole body. So maybe by now we've already noticed um, that there are certain areas where it's, uh, it's not so accessible. Yeah? It's not so, not so accessible to invite the, the awareness in, the breath in. If there are areas like that, not pushing, but just inviting, you know, just inviting. Sometimes you can um, just invite the breath energy to flow towards that area, um, around that area. You know, sometimes you can use some visualization in that. Just very, very gently, kind of not pushing and at the same time not giving up completely, just inviting the energy there. Um, And the other thing we can do is, I think Nathan did this in the guided meditation yesterday afternoon, is actually play with breathing in and out of specific areas in the body. He did do that yesterday afternoon, right? I asked him, but I can't remember what he said. (laughs) Yeah, good. Yeah, so we can also do that directly. And sometimes it can be interesting to do that, to try it out in areas where we think we don't have much awareness and see what happens, just to gently try it. Um, and to, to, to feel um, where, just out of interest, without pushing, where, where, what areas are more accessible and what are less. And not pushing there. It's fine to, to also stay with, with where it feels easier and more accessible. So with that, um, seeing if we can also notice as I'm spreading the awareness more or as I'm making contact with different areas of my body with the breath energy, what effect does that have also on the heart-mind, on the cheetah? Just kind of dropping in that question once in a while. Just noticing what is the effect on the heart-mind as that is happening. Sometimes we can also pay attention to, um, is there any tension that's being released as I'm doing this practice? Is there any tension that's being released or is there any tension that I'm kind of becoming aware of and can I release some of that or can I have that intention to release without making that a big issue or a big battle, just, just noticing We're also kind of interested in the pleasantness of the breath or the pleasantness in certain parts of the body. And pleasantness is a tricky word in Dharma teaching. So we can say 
the places that feel comfortable or feel okay, even feel nice or pleasant, just to acknowledge them, just to know them. And particularly with the breath, noticing when or how we can make the breath more comfortable or more okay. Yeah, just noticing that when it can become, what Nathan was speaking about, a resource for us yesterday. So noticing how can we make um, the breath more comfortable or more pleasant um, and also how the breath is actually in, um, I've been touching on this already, in kind of dialogue with the body, with the mind. They're all in dialogue with each other. So the body, you know, very common example of that, you know, breathing deeply, more relaxation and ease in the body. I think that's something we all know. And also sometimes in the mind, you know, when we're getting a lot of anxiety, deep breaths can help. That's kind of very common examples of this that we know. Seeing a little bit about exploring that um, for ourselves a little bit more through the practice. So our emphasis is still on inviting the breathing to be deeper and um, longer than our habitual way. And with that, working with the breath, being sensitive to the breath, sometimes, sometimes the breath will actually want to be shorter actually will want to be shorter and more subtle. And particularly, sometimes um, as the the body calms down, the mind calms down, the breath naturally wants to be shorter. If that's the case, letting that happen. So we're really playing with with the breath and allowing the breath. Um, You know, we're sensitive to the breath. Important to differentiate here between the habitual way we breathe, which is normally would be shorter than the long breath, So just differentiating between when we're going back to um, our habit way of breathing or when the breath is really, because there's a calming or a settling, breath is growing shorter. And then letting it do that, letting it be shorter and more subtle. So when this is a natural process of the breath becoming more refined, allowing that to be there. Um, sometimes the long breath will suddenly feel too pushy or too gross. You know, so also that's an indication to just let the, the breath be shorter. So sometimes this is, um, you know, happens to some of us, some of the time, it's not that common, but it can happen. Um, The breath can become so subtle that it it feels like, um, actually feels like it's going to (laughs) stop. Yeah. And that can create a bit of a panic in the being and some fear. 
So um, it's natural thing that happens as there's a as the calming aspect of the meditation becomes stronger for some people. Don't don't worry um, if it doesn't happen. It doesn't mean that your meditation isn't um, working. But just to say, if that does happen, just to really try as much as possible to relax and trust your body. You know, your body knows to breathe. It most of the time is breathing without any intentionality from our side. And so just trust the body and just like breathe, like let go of that, of the fear as much as possible. It's, it, it's a natural kind of thing that happens with the relaxation and it's natural to feel some fear around it, but just relax and, and, and let it be. So continuing to work with, um, with a long breath, experiment with a long breath and with a wide body awareness. Same time noticing, really being um, sensitive and having a very alive quality of attention, the connection between mind, body, breath, and um, what the breath, uh, how, to, how to play with the breath, what happens, you know, really being playful. What happens if I invite the breath to be a bit deeper? What happens if I invite the breath to be a little bit longer? How does that feel? What effect does that have on the mind? Same thing if I notice there's um, tension in the body or in the mind. How can I play with the breath in a way that um, creates space or a container for that or even changes that to a degree, releases tension? So playing with that. Can I... Can I Breathe in a way that's comfortable. Can I breathe in a way that's comfortable and wholesome? With not too much tension around that, but just as a questioning. And can I open to any pleasant or comfortable aspects of the breathing or any pleasant, comfortable, okay um, parts in the body or sensations in the body as well with the wide body awareness? And then spend some, um, rest the awareness there, spend some time there, just in what feels um, comfortable, okay, uh, pleasant, or not uncomfortable. Sometimes just that. I'd also like to to say a little bit about um, working with the uncomfortable or the discomfort or the pain um, that can arise in the body as we practice. Uh, I mentioned it very, very briefly over the days and just to give a few ways of working with that which are connected to to this practice that we're doing. Um, And one helpful way of of thinking or relating to um, physical discomfort or pain is as as an area of blocked energy, actually. The energy is blocked in the body. Um, So just sometimes that can be a helpful way of relating to it. So I've got a lot of different things. I'm not sure I'll say them all. I'll say at least a few. Um, One is, um, so if there's a sense of discomfort in the body, there usually will be tension and contraction around that discomfort. Yeah, that's our habitual, the habitual way of the body and the mind to react. We tense around tension so that, you know, kind of hoping to keep it at bay, you know, to keep it contained. 
So one really helpful thing to do is to um, relax the rest of the body as much as possible. So say I have um, pain in my knee, tension in the knee, so can I relax the rest of the body as much as possible? Can I relax the face? Can I relax the shoulders? Can I relax the back? And just getting as close and as close to that and relaxing as much as possible in the rest of the body. Very related to that is re-establishing the large awareness. So again, pain, awareness will shrink around it. Same as the tension and the contraction in the body, tension and contraction in the awareness. Can we open and expand the awareness again? And sometimes it'll be an ongoing thing, you know. You expand and it'll shrink. You expand and it'll shrink. And that just becomes the meditation. Just do that. Playing with the breath. Playing with the breath. I said that a little bit about areas where we actually don't have a sense of connection, where we don't feel. You know, maybe there's an area in the body that I'm finding it really difficult to bring the breath into or to bring the awareness into. Similarly with um, areas that are painful or blocked or tense in the body, playing with the breath. What happens if um, I just use the breath to kind of wash over that area? You know, wash over that painful knee. What happens if I use the breath in that way? Just washing over it. What happens if I um, use the breath energy to um, move through that area? Either, you know, again, if I just keep using the same example, if it's my knee, feel the, the breath energy flowing through the body, down the leg, through the knee, and into the lower leg. That's one way you can play with that. The other is seeing if it's possible to feel the breath energy coming in and out directly in the knee. So really playing, and you know, you might find ways of, of playing with this that I'm not suggesting, but allow yourself to, to be creative. Sometimes, um, shifting the awareness from the painful area to another area which isn't painful or might even feel good. So, you know, if we use the knees, this can be a great example. So this knee is painful. What about the other one? <laughs> might not be. So again, just like with the expanding of the awareness, this might be an ongoing thing. You know, feel this painful, constricted, tense, and then shifting the awareness to somewhere that's not painful. Be the other knee, can be my elbow, can be my nose, <laughs> you know, just different, different places that feel, um, feel okay, that feel okay and sometimes even feel good. The hands is a good one. Most of us don't experience too much tension or discomfort in the hands. So just playing with that. And one interesting thing to just keep in mind is sometimes um, as we begin to relate to areas of pain in the body in a different way to our habitual way or our conditioned way, the relationship can really shift. So even if, you know, the tension or the pain is still an ongoing issue, yeah, we haven't fixed it, it hasn't magically gone away, but the relationship shifts in such a way that it can actually become um, a joyful relationship. So the place that was problematic, you know, my knee, my 
back, my shoulder, my neck, whatever it is, um, that same experience, that same phenomena becomes a place that is actually pleasant because of the degree of intimacy, because of the degree of intimacy that, that can be developed and the release of energy that comes. You know, sometimes a lot of energy can be released even if the pain doesn't go away. A lot of energy can be released. So yeah, just a few um, ideas to, to drop in there on, on how to work with that. And again, I know it's a lot of stuff that I've just said in half an hour. So um, just feeling where it's landed, not trying to hold on to all of it. A lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it is, will be downstairs on the, on the notice board and the sheets either on the board or in the, um, where we put the previous one. So you can go back and look at that. You can ask us about it. Um, so, so it's there. And it's also in your awareness already, even if it's not directly accessible now. And some trust that it will become available as, as you need it um, over time. So yeah, let's, um, let's have some, some time for practice. And if you need to, um, to stretch any part of the body before we settle into the meditation, then feel free to do that. So settling into your posture. Just taking time to feel into the balance of uprightness. And openness, restfulness.
just feeling if it's possible to let the awareness spread through the body to have a wide stretched expanded awareness And if it feels useful, including the breath, and that as you breathe, feeling the breath energy, filling out the body. On the in-breath, just feeling the body fill up with breath energy and gently expand. On the out-breath, as the body relaxes, loosens up. Feeling the energy of the breath spread more fully, more deeply into the body. You can explore and play with the breath 
coming in and out or flowing through different parts of the body. So there's still in the background this wide awareness, the sense of the breath energy spreading through the whole body and a little bit in the foreground. Just feeling how the breath is being experienced in a specific part of the body. You can begin by either using the more traditional areas of the body, the nostrils, the throat, the heart, the belly. or any other area that you've found more easy and accessible. Just spending time feeling the breathing, meeting the breath. You can spend a little time in one area and then when you're ready, shift to another. Primarily working with the breath, inviting it to be deep and long. At the same time, being creative and open. To feel if the breath wants or needs to be shorter. And what kind of breath would feel wholesome, nourishing? In this moment. And also play with other areas in the body, feeling the breath energy in that specific part. Be the top of the head, between the eyes. Bottom of the skull. The tailbone.
any area that feels interesting. There's a particular place that feels where there's a, it feels like there's a lot of presence. So allow yourself to also stay there, no need to move.
So just noticing where you are now. If there is any sense of agitation or restlessness, is it possible to breathe in a way that will be helpful? If there's dullness in the mind or the body, is it possible to breathe in a way that will be helpful? Playing with the breath. If I invite it to be deeper, what's the effect? If I invite it to be shorter, What's the effect? Playing, experimenting, attending. To what is present right now. In the mind, in the body, in the being. Resting back into a wide awareness. Resting back into the breath. Filling the body with breath energy. (laughs) 